When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock podcast with me, Russell Guyver, with my co-host Peter Marsh. Hello, Peter. Hey, Russ. And it's a delight for us to welcome back uh, Natalie Pike, who is a match day presenter, I think that's the right description, uh, for Man City, uh, who was on last year in May, and uh, she's back with us uh, today to join us for a short while. Hello, Natalie. Hello, yes, yes, that is, that. that's a, yeah, presenter for Man City, something, anything to do with that is, you know, Man City fan, yeah. Yes, Man City fan, most importantly, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, we mentioned we had you on in May last time, and little did we know that went rather unexpectedly, didn't it? <laughs> it did, didn't it? <laughs> did you go to the game, actually, that time? Um, was it, was it, was that the one away? Was that you guys? Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't. So um, I work every Manchester City game. We do um, a show on away games that we do from the studio in, in, oh, in yeah. Manchester at the Etihad. So I was at the, uh, yeah, at the Etihad in our studio. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's probably the lesser of two evils, isn't it, actually, to travel <laughs> down and... Oh, yeah, I had a feeling yeah. something might happen with that game. I didn't really want to say anything and jinx it. But um, yeah, we, we finally cracked Man City. I've got to say, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to repeat that on Saturday this uh-huh. week. Peter, yeah, looking very doubtful as well. Um, we're possibly a little bit off form at the moment, actually, which seems bizarre to say when we're fourth in the table, but um, um, which, is, which is a dizzy height for us anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, we've we're, we're actually only drawn... Um, the last three games, um, scoring one goal from those three games as well. Even when we were winning, so, we weren't on amazing form. I mean, it's not like yeah. we've been incredible all season, ironically. Wow, <laughs> really? Obviously, I've only seen, yeah, I only see the highlights of your games and you always look great. So you don't even think you, you're in fourth place and you've not even been that good? No, <laughs> then when we do play better, we tend to miss our chances. So I'm not quite happy with playing less well and winning one nil or drawing one yeah. all. I mean, essentially, we are playing, we're, we're probably getting better results than we were doing last season, playing the same way, if, uh, very broadly speaking. That's that's yeah. pretty much what's happening, which is great. I mean, it's some payback for some really frustrating times last season. Mm-hmm. However, we're delighted to be where we are in the table. We've only got three teams above us, one of which, of course, is you guys in third right, place. This is so a six-pointer, eh? 
Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's not often we're going to be able to say that, I don't think. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the moment it is, I guess. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the classic top four, isn't it? You know, it's Chelsea, Liverpool, City and Brighton. Yeah, you um, are very, very welcome in the top four, by the way, and long may it continue. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you might say that, given it's just below us. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, in terms of um, the season... We've yeah we've had a good one. How's it been for you guys? Um, what's your take on the season so far? Yeah, I'm really enjoying our season. We, we started with that game, obviously, where we got a beat against Tottenham, where we had um, sort of half a team and so many of the international players had come back so late and not trained. And ever since then, we've just been on on and up and up and up. I mean, I don't know if you've had the the joy of watching many of our games kind of all the way through this season, but we are genuinely, and I think I said it in May, and it's. I think I believe it even more so now, playing some of the best football I've ever seen in my life. We, we're just a joy to watch and we just have so many individual world-class players, you know, somebody like Phil Foden, he, he just, football is so fun, you know, for Phil Foden and to watch Phil Foden is such a pleasure. So I'm, I'm really enjoying our season. Obviously, we got beat by PSG in the Champions League, um, but we played really well. We played really well in that game. Obviously, Messi scored that worldie. It was sandwiched in between the kind of Liverpool and Chelsea games for us, which in the league were more, far more important than a group game in, in the Champions League at this stage. Um, and so, I'm, no, I'm really happy. I think um, this season's looking really positive for us. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. both the Liverpool game and Chelsea game and I was impressed mm. for different reasons. Obviously, Chelsea mm. just dominated, whereas Liverpool was up there along when I think Liverpool-Brentford is the best game I've seen this season. It was uh, yeah, end-to-end yeah. and the goals were just, both sides were pretty oh. incredible. Right, yeah. yeah. It's one of those, that Salah goal is just one of those moments where you just go, yeah, okay, he's a world-class player, he scored against us. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's after you play you guys, we've got Liverpool away, which is uh, slightly worrying. <laughs> <laughs> so a nice, easy yeah. couple of games coming up for us. <laughs> no way, have you got us then Liverpool? Yeah, both yeah. times this season. We got it the second half of the season, we got you wow. in the row as well. We did also win at Anfield last season, so that's another one I don't think we're going to yeah. replicate, but who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to. I think we've got like five games in a row that we won last season, and we're not going to do that again this season. Oh, no, 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 don't say that. I think you've got a really good chance when you go to Anfield. Go get some points there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Peter's seen the same games I have because I, I saw the same, those same games, uh, your guys against Chelsea and Liverpool. Great games, particularly the Liverpool one, actually, I thought was so, so impressive. And I, I listened to a Liverpool podcast, and they seemed pretty relieved all in all first half to come to come unharmed, yeah. should we say, from the half. And obviously they stepped on a bit second half. Um, but yeah, great games, really good to watch. Yeah, my impression is that you've stepped on. Foden seems to have come right back into it now, hasn't he, um, amongst others. And on top of that, you know, it's it's going to be a brilliant title challenge. Um, yeah, for the first time in a while. It feels like it's not been a proper title race for a while with either you or Liverpool winning it by a distance. But this, yeah. this yeah. year with you guys, Liverpool, Chelsea, it feels like it could be a really interesting battle. And then us, obviously, you, as well. I, 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 yes, I was going to say, Peter, that <laughs> can't leave us out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it is looking good. I mean, yeah, is your view, is your hunch that you're going to win the title this year? Right, it's so hard to call, isn't it? I suppose it's an unanswerable no. question. Yeah, it's really hard. So at the start of the season, I thought Chelsea were our biggest rivals, given the kind of improvements that they made and the, you know, the fact that they, they, they beat us three times towards the end of last season. So Chelsea were the biggest threat. Honestly, I think Liverpool have come back stronger than I expected them to. Mm. I kind of thought it would be us and Chelsea battling with sort of Liverpool in third, 
Um, but Liverpool have come back a lot stronger than I expected. So as it stands, I have no idea. I feel like Liverpool are capable of going on one of those incredible runs that they did in the season that they mm. that they won the league. Similarly with Chelsea, you know, Lukaku obviously hasn't been firing the last couple of games, and um, now he's out injured as well. Um, at some point, the Chelsea could, you know, they're still top of the league. At some point, they're top of the league. You know, they could easily go on one of those mammoth runs as well. So I don't know. I have no idea. But as it stands, I feel like all three of us are capable of winning the league. Yeah, really could do. And it's uh, you've got the Champions League. Obviously, came so close last year. I remember sending you a message saying, "Got it for you guys." So yeah. so close to it. Still eluded you so far. Could it be the year? I know you lost the the game they've been calling the uh, you mentioned earlier the um, the oil firm derby or El Gasigo, I think. Is yeah, we're, we're skin these days. Now Newcastle are in the running. We're skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yes, Newcastle. I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But um, yeah, I mean, you, obviously PSG. The, you, that's that's group stages. That can be that could be neither here nor there. Do you do you fancy yourselves in the in the yeah. in the um, Champions League this year? Yeah, because I think you're going to win it this year. I think the Champions League is the, is got to be the focus this year. I think if we win the mm. you know we win the Champions League and we don't win the Premier League, I think the club would be happy with that. There's still a real split in the fan base. I think for me, if we win the Champions League and nothing else, then that is that's the goal of the season. You know that's fine with yeah. me. You know we're well, not the yeah. goal. You know what I mean. The goal of the season is to win everything. But if we just win the Champions League, then that is the season's gonna you know is incredible. <laughs> It's, you know, it's eluded us. We've been so close. It's something, you know, it's a monkey on the back or whatever that old that old phrase they say is. And I think we have to go all... That is my dad's iPad. I don't know if you can hear that. My dad's yes, yeah, just iPad is in my kitchen. I apologise. Um, <laughs> That's right. There's yes, some kind I, of banging going on here. So it's just, it's all... We're all used <laughs> to it happening. now, aren't we? We're all totally used to it. Yeah, I think the, the, the Champions League has got to be our focus. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Newcastle then. I know it's Peter's favourite subject at the moment. He's absolutely embracing fully. Um, Peter, Newcastle let me just switch that off because now it's being yeah, yeah. like this message. Go for it, go for it, yeah. Uh, Peter, yeah, you've been um, embracing Newcastle's um, newfound yeah. wealth, haven't you? It's been well, an absolute delight. Have, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you one, Natalie's just... Yeah, of course, it's wonderful. <laughs> well, Natalie's... Oh, she's back, she's back, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you, Natalie, you, you mentioned the, um, the Newcastle situation. What's your take on that? I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a whole new ball game, but it'll take time because um, the, the comparison, I guess, nearest comparison is with you guys, with how yeah. you approached it. I just think it's pa- patience all around. They, they, they need to have patience. The fans need to have patience. I mean, in terms of um, a similar experience with City, you're talking four, five years before we were chatting, well, three, three, four years before we sort of won the FA Cup, Five years when we were sort of challenging for the league. Um, and what I'm most interested to see with that is if they replicate what we've done off the pitch. Um, and by that, I mean the investment that we've put into building, you know, a whole new training ground, um, you know, the investment that's gone into the local area and the work that we do, you know, we sit in the community and around, you know, the global charity work we do around the world, you know, everything off the pitch. I really hope they replicate it. I think that's that's what I'm most looking forward to seeing. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> There's a lot of cat activity going on to distract us in the background here. That's all Peter good to me, blame yeah. again. <laughs> um, Must be fair, yeah, Bernie's I, to blame, not me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. I do think that uh, yeah, it does bring a whole new specter to the game obviously um they can only spend so much within ffp and there's been those new rules uh brought in haven't they uh now but um 
ultimately it's going to be a new new kid on the block in terms of the top part of the table for years to come I think once they do get up there over the next yeah. two to three years yeah yeah that'd be really helpful <laughs> Peter <Yeah>. evil thoughts <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're yeah. down there aren't they right now they're down yeah. there so and of course the worse they are the less chance they'll have of bringing better players in in yeah. January as well people won't want to yeah. risk potential relegation or something same with the well, manager. Well, Interested to see who they're going to sign. Yeah. 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 Because I'm, yeah. Well, that's right. Since the last episode, I'm shocking you. Steve Bruce was sacked. Who knew oh. that was going to happen? Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't actually too impressed. I mean, he got his thousandth game, and I'm pleased he was given the opportunity to have that with his hometown club. Yeah. However, you know, it, it wasn't a very pleasant experience, was it? Because he got booed off. I thought it was a bit unclassy at the fans. You know, they must have known he was going anyway. They didn't really need to hammer it yeah. home, I didn't think. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, yes. But, um, fans you know, in the country, you know. Yes, well, there we are. <laughs> so we're told. Yes. By the it. media and by Newcastle mm. fans. Yeah. But Newcastle, to get in that top four, they're going to have to get past the likes of Brighton, you know, the newfound top <laughs> fourers. Um, <laughs> for this game coming up against you guys, Natalie, um, looking at the head's head now, we've won six, including that most recent game drawn four and you've won 16 and um, that's not always when you've been where you are now either so you've generally had the best of us really what's your thoughts on the game because I mean how, how do you think City are going to approach it and um, what do you think is the likely outcome here because I, yeah. I still think you're going to win it personally I mean I feel like I'll be saying the same thing that I said in May which was kind of very much proved wrong back in May but we <laughs> you know we played so well midweek in that game against Bruges. And, you know, obviously you have to keep reminding people that Bruges drew with PSG. So then, you know, they're not a walkover and we dominated yeah. them from start to finish. And it's it a 5-1 genuine. win away, wasn't it, by the way? 5-1 win away. Well. That one goal was so annoying, by the way. The 80-something <laughs> minute, I was ah! But um, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take it. Yeah, um, it's quite annoying from our side that you had such an easy win because you were able to bring off players early and you know, kind of changed yeah. things early, whereas actually it had been quite nice from our point of view if you won, say, 2-3-2 two, two or something, and it had been Definitely. quite close. We, brought, we used all five subs as well, so we brought five players off. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. When you bring Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne off in the 60-something minute, bring on Raheem Sterling, Cole Palmer, who then scores with his, one of his first touches. Yeah, it was, it was good. But we, we just really were so dominant. We really were so good. Um, that as, as it stands, you know, I just cannot, for, for us to get beaten as it stands off anybody, they have to put in a world level performance like PSG did, like Liverpool did in the second half when they drew with us. So I just think if we are on our best, you need to be in, on your greatest performance in 10 years or something to, to be able to beat us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it happening personally, um, unless you have an absolute off day. Yeah, um, and it happens. It happens. Like could, we, were a bit, we, happen. we were a bit, we were a bit rubbish when we played Southampton, and that was the nil-nil. Obviously, and, and to be fair, they that penalty probably should have been a penalty. So you know, we got away with that. Um, so it does happen. And if we do, you need to be able to. That is that you need to be able to pounce, properly pounce on that yeah. and take that chance. And that's where we're not that great sometimes at taking our chances. If we, uh, yeah. Yeah, we have been in, uh, at the beginning of the season. It seems to have cracked back to a little bit of last year's mm. habits. So you're probably on safe ground this time, actually, to be honest, Natalie. But be aware of big Dan Byrne, you know, with his yeah. wonderful spindly legs all over the place. Seemingly well, well, in control of well, themselves. There were plenty of times at the weekend against Norwich when they got in, looked like they were going to get in around the back and a lack of pace or quality on the ball. They, made, they yeah. didn't in the end. But with, with obviously you guys, it's going to be, yeah, obviously if someone like, 
I don't know, if, yeah, any of your players almost, De Bruyne, Foden, Silva, you know, any of them kind of getting around the back of us, we're in real trouble. Our defence is yeah. not the quickest. Silva's so good this year as well. Oh, he's, he's just unbelievable. Yeah, he's come back into the framework, hasn't he? He was more part of one of the cogs in the wheel, but he's, he's now turned into much more of a, a front foot sort of player in terms of yeah. um, priorities in the squad, isn't he, I think? Whereas Sterling has dropped to the bench largely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he has. We don't know what's going on there, but yeah, it's definitely Silver. He's having one of the one of the seasons of his life, I think. I think he's in the floor of his life at the minute, which is brilliant because he's such a great guy. So you know one of those footballers that you just love off the pitch and when you love them on the pitch as well, it just makes it even better. Yeah, he's just yeah. got that real personality and he's... Did you um, do you know that he bought a dog and he named his nog, his nog, he named his dog John after John Stones? How can you not love <laughs> a Portuguese man that names his dog John? <laughs> Brilliant. What have you made of um, Jack Grealish so far? Yeah, I think he's been solid. Um, I think he started pretty much um, until the, the last game gone every game. Um, he, I think he's look, he's fitting really well. He looks like he's been a pet player for for a long time. There's been no, no, you know, he's hit the ground running. There's been no sort of easing him in or anything. He's certainly not at the standard. He's not at the level that we that we know that he can get to. He's not at his um, best that you know that he was for you know for Villa and. Um, but he's he's solid and he's fitting really well. And I'm expecting, you know, the longer the season goes on, the more he plays, that we'll start seeing him get to those levels that everybody, or well, England fans certainly hope that he will. The good news yeah. to you is he normally scores against us. So, uh, oh, does he? No doubt he'll reach that level at the weekend. <laughs> I don't know if he'll start, you know, I'm not sure. It's that pet roulette situation again. I don't know if he'll start. You know, maybe it, it wouldn't surprise me either way. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see. It's only it's only got to wait till Saturday now with the game at five thirty kickoff on TV. Um, so that's your our normal home kickoff time. Yes, yeah, so, oh, it's going to be now. Yeah, we've got so many games for that kickoff time, and we've already had one or two, haven't we? Yeah, crazy. But it's just one of those things, isn't it? The joys of being in the Premier League. Are you doing well? Yeah, yeah we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're not complaining too much. <laughs> Yeah. Although the Boxing Day fixture being at eight o'clock in the evening isn't too great. No, did you get yeah. that? Oh. Yeah, we got well, we got we Brentford got, at home. But. We got New Year's Day at twelve, so feel oh. for us. So that means I, or twelve thirty. That means I have to be in work at half eight or nine. Oh, oh wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, my sympathies there on that one. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Natalie, thank you very much for joining us again. We wish you the very best of luck after Saturday, obviously, <laughs> and um, enjoy the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again. Apologies to everybody having to listen to this throat, this coffee throat of mine. I, just to <laughs> confirm everybody, I don't have COVID. If anyone sees me in the street or anything, <laughs> this is just a cold. But thank you for having me on. Very, very best of luck. I genuinely hope to see you at the top of the table um, come the end of the season. Not right at the top, obviously, us right at the top. But the, <laughs> top end, say. the top end of the table, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks very much, Natalie. Cheers. Thank you. Best of luck for the weekend. Good luck, guys, and good luck for the season. So, Natalie Pike there from Man City. Um, yeah, great to hear from her again. I mean, sounds like they're in with a really good chance this season for the title. Um, we are obviously there to try and stop them, at least on Saturday, although we'll be trying to do the same thing to Liverpool the week after. Peter, your, your predictions for the game? Have you got one? 3-1 City, and I go for, I think. Yeah. I just can't see it. They just look in such good form. We really, I think it makes a big difference that they had a, such a, an easy game and the extra day, obviously, by playing on Tuesday rather than Wednesday this week. 
they played yeah. Wednesday and had a really tough game, it might, you know, that might have been, you know, a big difference. But because they they breezed past Bruges and were able to take off two or three players um, who are key players, I just can't see with the form they're in that we're going to stop them scoring. At, in that, yeah, mm. kind of, in, and yeah, we might nick a goal, set piece, possibly sort of thing. But yeah, I'm yeah. going for three one and City probably cruising a bit towards the end. I mean. I think I'm going to go with exactly the same score prediction. I think that's going to be 3-1 City as well. Hope we're both wrong. And maybe we should get Bernie the Cat, who's made a star appearance on this episode. Um, not that anyone can see him, but they've, uh, we talked about him. Does he, is, does he do a World Cup predictor style, you know, octopus style? Yeah, he thing? has once done a World Cup predictor style thing, uh, using uh, a tap and some other like, for, uh, a jug of water. But he predicted that Panama would beat England in the, in the World Cup last time. So he's, yeah. he's not got the best record. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> OK, we'll leave that there. Just quickly fire through a couple of other bits, actually, before we round off. Um, some things we didn't cover on the last episode. Um, we didn't mention Kaoru Mitoma. Um, he had a bit of a cracker at the weekend, didn't he? Because he's, he's on loan at Union saint gilloise who have previously been top, I think, early in the season. Slipped back a bit, but they've gone back to the top after their win at the weekend. Um, they were 2-0 down and a man down and yet came back to win 4-2. And Mitoma, who I think has only made substitute appearances five times, yeah, came off the bench and scored a hat-trick, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> Incredible. Did you yeah, see the footage? A... There's some highlights of it somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, hat-trick in a... Yeah, there are some on Twitter I've seen. Kind of, yeah, scored three out of the four that they scored in a 4-2 win, which, yeah, from a man down and a 2-0 down at half-time was pretty impressive. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff. I mean, he's, he's essentially well, like his achievement a... was uh, was over, was overdone last night by um, Pat Sandaka at Leicester. He got, I think, all four of Leicester came from behind against um, someone yesterday. He did. Yeah, I saw the goals from that. Yeah, that that was brilliant. Uh, yeah, Daka's the guy they signed in the summer, who is also um, Zambian, same as Mwepo. Uh, maybe we should have gone for a double bill on the Zambian front there. I think, uh, seeing how he started, uh, Daka. He's yeah, he's looking a good player. Um, as far as Matoma goes, I mean, a wide attacking left player, isn't he? Essentially, a winger yeah. can play can play other other places, but um, we could do with someone like that, couldn't we? Really, in our team, yeah. We know, the, uh, certainly, as, as an option off the bench, we don't really have a natural replacement. But I'd say for Trossard, who is slightly wide attacker, kind of cuts in, kind of more than you know, we've got a lot of attacking midfielders, but we've got no one really kind of a natural kind of Trossard equivalent, really. So it'd be hopefully next mm-hmm. season if he plays enough and gets a few Japanese caps as well, then. He, uh, he'll be able to come over here and play for us next season. And, yeah, we'll do better than Tau, Percy Tau. Yeah. Um, we maybe should have asked Natalie this as well. She probably want to have a dig at the uh, the rivals up the road. Man United, 10-minute flight uh, to get to the game at Leicester, speaking also of Leicester, at the weekend. Um, something to do with there was potential traffic problems, so they decided to catch a, a charter flight from Manchester down to, to Leicester, wherever they fly to to get to Leicester. Um, madness. Not very eco, is it, that one? No, um, I didn't know about that. That's, that. That seems unnecessary. Yeah. Well, also what was also unnecessary, but gladly happened, was Palace gave away another late concession at the weekend. Wasn't it joyful? Well, I say the weekend, it was Monday night, um, where Patrick Vieira, on his, uh, his happy return to Arsenal, um, or it should have been for him, um, saw their 2-1 lead eradicated just right at the end. It's almost as if that's happened before. Um, I wonder if they let it bounce this time. Hopefully, um, hopefully they did. Yeah, uh, but um, joy to see. Annoying they got a point, but then again, are we really worrying about Palace? We're more, more wanting to keep Arsenal down at the moment, aren't we? I suppose. Yeah, 
A draw is draws actually a pretty good result for us, isn't it? Yeah, it's especially the way it happened with Palace screwing up like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's there wasn't any women's action. I don't know if there was anything with the 23s to report. I didn't actually follow this week. Whether we, did we well, have any games? Palace, so. Oh, speaking of Palace, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, it was 2-1, wasn't it? I think, was it 2-1? Yeah, 2-1. Evan Ferguson got both. Yeah, he's really a rising star, isn't he, Evan Ferguson? Lots of um, lots of scouts apparently watching him regularly. Uh, he's getting lots of goals. He's really rising the ranks. I can see him getting some part to play maybe in uh, either the League Cup game or one of the um, early round FA Cup matches, um, possibly this season. Speaking of the FA Cup, we had on Phil Annett as a preview to the fourth qualifying round, the final qualifying round before the first round proper of the FA Cup. Um and um, yeah, there's some interesting games. Um, two Sussex sides involved. One of them got through, Horsham, um, rewarded with a lovely short trip to Carlisle United in the first round as a result. I mean, it is a league ground, so I'm sure they'll enjoy going to a league ground. It's a fairly decent size one, I suppose, for lower leagues. Um, but um, yeah, good congratulations to them. Anything else that stood out for you from the Cup? I suppose you're going to mention the North London derby, aren't you? Yeah, Peter? obviously Barnet, Boreham Wood. Um, yeah, my local team lost uh, to Boreham Wood, who've now got Eastleigh at home. Um, but I do quite like Boreham Wood as well, because I've been to there a few times. So um, hmm. yeah, they've yeah. done okay. Uh, and then, yeah, there's the Sudbury, of course, is the the other big one, H tier Sudbury, who've now got, Colchester home in the next round and it's been confirmed that's going to be on Sky not on Sky oh, or I think it is or something um, yeah, so we'll get quite a decent pay, pay for pay package next round yeah we're, we're, we're talking with Phil yeah. about um, we're talking with Phil about the TV scheduling and how how frustrating that can be when you know especially with the BBC wanting to get Premier League uh, live action for a change so to speak um, but um, these earlier rounds are always interesting yes yeah, Sudbury beat Dartford 3-1 didn't they uh, Banbury United beat Bath City 1-0 which itself doesn't stand out particularly but Banbury have now got Barrow themselves a, a perennial non-league side for, that was um, the team for, again with BA yeah, yes um, lots of Bs there um, yeah I mean Barrow obviously they were a league side but they've been non-league for a very long time finally got back in the in the EFL um, last season and then um They've got to visit Banbury. That'll be interesting. Um, a few other it's interesting scores. Yeah. Um, one other one I was going to mention as well was Kettering Town. They got a two-all draw with Buxton. Now, Phil was saying that Kettering, the Poppies as their nicknames, um, overtook or re-overtook Spurs as the highest scorers in FA Cup history. by going. They equaled it by going on to 900. They overtook Spurs by going on to 901. That was before this game. So they're now three clear of Spurs on 903. They've got a replay to come at the very least and possibly another round to come after that if they can win in Buxton. Got, I thought they had the replay the other night, didn't they? Oh, if they had it already. What happened? Any idea? They lost, they lost 3-1, I think, didn't they? Oh, 3-1. OK, well, they're on 904 then. Spurs, are you watching? You've got to get four goals to just get back on level terms. Oh, the magic of the cup, eh, Peter? Yeah, they lost 3-1 at Buxton in the replay. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame, yeah. yeah. Not, not for but, Buxton um, fans, it's not. No, no, they're probably quite delighted, aren't they, to be fair? Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Horsham, by the way, their, their game uh, is a 1-0 win at home to Woking in order to get through. But the other Sussex side, which is Hastings United, lost... Well, basically, they were they were very much the underdogs anyway, but they lost three one away at Maidenhead United of the National League Prem. So uh, that's that's pretty much it up to date, I think. Unless you've got any other general football no, news, nothing um, from, from my side. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So 
we'll go. We'll look forward to the weekends. I mean, we had a we had a good trip out in Norwich, didn't we? We didn't actually meet up with each other, but uh, you were away for the whole weekend for that one, weren't you? I, I went out for the day with a few friends. Thanks for my lift as well to Courtney. Um, but we, um, yeah, we didn't quite get the result we should have done. It's not going to be a full weekender going down to Brighton, of course, but uh, it's hopefully going to be a good day out. Maybe a surprise result. Who knows? And, and, and crucially, better weather than last time we were down. The oh, it was dreadful. The Arsenal game wasn't it? Absolutely dreadful. Um, hopefully, it will be better. I think it's, it's forecast. To be. It's forecast to be dry. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a massive improvement to start with. Yeah, and we, we may well be in the Caxton, I think, for this one pre-match. But uh, there we go. So until we do our match review of this one next week, that's it from Peter and I. So, Peter, stand or fall. Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply